What's going on, ladies and gents? Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com, and today I have special guest, a man that needs no introduction, Goody Beats, a.k.a. Logan Delgado, and we dive into a little bit of all things bodybuilding, building muscle, losing body fat with keto dieting. He has some news, some pretty big news, uh, so we dive into that. You're going to want to listen and stay tuned because there may just be a little competition brewing in the air. Don't want to give too much away, though. So, Without further ado, sit back, relax, enjoy this podcast, this conversation with Goody Beats. And we are live. Goody, how are you, man? What's up, brother? I'm doing good, man. It's Friday. You know what time it is. It's it's Goody Beats time. Time to bring the vibes. Time to bring the smiles. So I hope <laughs> the people that are watching i'm watching what i'm talking about watching the people that are listening to this right now you better be uh, sitting back and get ready to be smiling a lot a lot of grins a lot of laughs because uh, i'm ready to dive into it man i'm ready as well do you mostly get introduced as goody or logan i'm curious goody goody, goody. man i'm thinking about going to the uh the uh, driver state department and changing my name officially to goody <laughs> no that's a joke that, that's a joke my wife would kill me um, but hey, no, if anybody like, can do I, it, you can I, do it. I've, I've kind of gotten used to it, man. Like, you know, it, it's it's almost weird when I hear Logan. I know that sounds weird to hear your name, but people are always like, yo, with Goody are like, you know, like, hey, Goody. I, I don't know. It's just it's become so common now that it's become normal. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, I've gone back and forth about changing all of my social platforms to Robert Sykes instead of Keto Savage. But I feel like Keto Savage is just so cool. Yeah, dude, stick. Pl- you know what? Please change it so I could steal it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is that. a badass. It is a badass handle. So you know what, man? You should go to Robert. You should like, please, and and tell me before you do it. So you can jump <laughs> on it. I like no, it. it is, it's awesome. No, you're you're right, man. I see. That was one thing that a lot of people told me like hey you really thought about maybe switching your your name and going professional route and changing it to logan delgado because you know I, I saw a lot of people do that you know they had their like whatever instagram name or twitter name or youtube name and then everyone switched like i think danny vega used yeah. to have a different name didn't he on instagram yeah he was keto counterculture and now he's danny vega that's right that's right and he changed it to danny vega so i see a lot of people do that i think it's a great idea but man i'm just so used to goody that i just it's so hard for me to give it up and i feel like it's become a part of me now yeah and i feel like i mean i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like people know that my name is robert sykes just like they know that your name is logan delgado i would hope so (laughs) So, yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. Anyways, man, I want to dive into a lot of different things. I was thinking the last time I had you on my podcast, I was living in a different spot. So it's at least about a year and a half ago now. Yeah, minimal, man. I want to say it's maybe closer to two years because um, my daughter was not even – I didn't even have kids yet officially. I I think Crystal was pregnant, but I had not had low, baby low yet. It is is weird hearing me say that the words "crystal is pregnant." I gotta watch out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep. You better you better be careful, man. Yeah, little little careful. savages running around. <laughs> little savages. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, man. I mean, you and I have definitely talked since then. We've stayed up to up to speed on each other, but I'd love to kind of hear you just bring the audience up to speed as to to what else happened since then. Yeah, man. So the last time you and I talked, I was 
over the moon ex- with excitement about having the 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 birth of my first child. Uh, you, I talked about it in your last your last podcast how uh, important family is to me. How I was brought up, you know, everything. It's family over everything. Uh, I grew up with a family of I had one brother and two sisters. Um, my parents were the best supportive parents anybody could ever ask for, and still to this day. Uh, are so supportive in everything I do. And so I knew that I always wanted to become the father that my dad was to me and become the mother or, you know, just be the parents Mm -hmm. uh, that my parents were to me, to to my kids. And I was just so happy to, to, to finally bring my first child into the world. And I will say this, I think we talked about it last time. I was like, I think you asked me, you know, what do you expect? And I was like, dude, I have no clue, bro. Like I'm just going to just wing it, take it day by day and just hope that I do a good job. And now fast forward, you know, almost two years later, uh, the best advice I could say for someone who's, you know, maybe going to have a kid or wants to have a kid is that it is the most rewarding time in your life, but at the same time, stressful. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird feeling, man. There are just days that you could be like so stressed from work or whatever's going on in your life. And then you come home and you see your, your child smile as you walk in the door it just like, it takes all that away, everything that you may be going through and just like, you know what, I'm good. Like, I'm good. And um, and it's just a roller coaster of just emotions and and nothing can prepare you for it. Like nothing, nothing can compare uh, you for getting ready to be a father or a parent or a mother. But like I said, you just take it one day at a time, and it's the funnest thing in the world, man. I think I, I think I heard a quote. Someone said the hardest thing. That, I heard this from an NFL player. I always think about this for some reason. But they said the hardest thing in this world is to raise a family and to win a Super Bowl, which I, I'm sure that is pretty much true because I, I don't think I'll ever win a Super Bowl. But I will raise a family. So yeah. um, the two hardest things they said you'll do in life. And um, and it's true. One of them sure, at least. It, you know, it is. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, I think I think one of the things that I found that I struggled with the most in the beginning and right now is finding that balance, man. Finding that balance because you know you and I we work in this social media world, and you know me, bro. Like I'm really dived into social media. We talked about this at Metabolic Health Summit, mm-hmm. and I was telling y'all like, Rob, what are you doing, bro? You need to be doing this, and you do that, and you do this, and do that, da, 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 da. And I'm so wrapped up in the social media that sometimes I, I, I don't give enough time to my family, you know, because I, I, I work, I, I put a schedule together from like, you know, eight to five, you know, social media, you know, whatever I got to do business wise. And I come home and then like I'm with my family, but then I'm here answering DMs, answering emails, taking pictures. And, you know, that was something that I needed to find a balance. I need to find a balance between work, social media, and, and just being here with the family and being here, not just being at home. I mean, being here in the moment, right. putting the phone down, not running to it. If I get a question about my food or what I posted and just like being here. And so uh, that was one thing that um, was pretty, pretty, that I struggled with definitely in the beginning. Um, and I'm, I'm obviously trying to do a lot better, 
Does, but, uh, does Crystal is, work or she stay at home? She's a stay home mom. So through our journey, you know, when I last talked, Crystal was working and I, I've talked about this on other podcasts and I don't think I talked to you about it, but she was working a very stressful job, bro. Very stressful, very stressful. And we were at a time in our lives where it just was not sustainable for her. We were, um, we were button heads a lot. She was very stressed from work. You know, she, um, she, she would be very stressed from work and then she would see me, you know, at that time I had left my job to do social media, YouTube and, 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 and do my own thing. And it was fun. I mean, it's fun. Like they, what I was doing every single day was so fun. You know, I'm riding a skateboard in Austin. I'm vlogging. Yo, what's up everybody? I mean, this burrito, I forget the tortilla. I'm all going avocado, you know, uh, sour cream and, and steak. What's good. And then, you know, and then here she is, you know, reports emails yeah. you know all these things that she got to do and, she, and, and like that creates a little animosity sure i know i you know i know it would uh, that i'm here having fun and then and then, then we had the, the the birth of our first daughter and i was the one that got to stay home and do social media and be with my daughter and she's the one that had to go to work and that that was a, played a, a, a big it took a, a big toll on her you know like emotionally and um we, we we would fight a lot we would fight a lot and i said hey you know this isn't, this is not just, this is not going to work for us. Like we have to do something immediately or, or we're not going to work. Like this is not going to work. This is not sustainable. And uh, she said, you know what? You're right. This job is turning me into a monster. This job is turning me into someone that I don't like to be. This is not me. This is not who I am. And um, it got bad, man. We, we, we were at a point that we were almost just roommates. Yeah. I hate to say it was it was, a, it was a terrible time in our our lives where you just kind of become roommates like she would get home so stressful she just wanted to just go to her room and just decompress and me being like the fun happy go luck you guys didn't really understand it because i'm like how can you not be happy how can you not you know just it was very hard for me to to put myself in her shoes right and long story short she quit and it was the best decision of her life, of our life, it changed everything. And so now the crazy thing is, Robert, like my wife, dude, she is not into social media. She is not into YouTube. She is not into any of that stuff. When I first had my YouTube channel, she was like, don't ever get me on camera. Like, don't like, just keep me away. When you're recording, let me know so I can not come in the room. And now, She's kind of seen the life that it's that it's made for us and the opportunities that it's opened and the doors that are now open from YouTube and social media and, and creating this platform that she's more open to it, that she even started on Instagram and she'll join the vlogs and she'll help me um, do some cooking recipes. So it's, it's really cool that we get to both wake up now and say, hey, what do you want to do today? Hey, let's go shopping as a family and do a full day of like shopping at whole foods or something and like you know what dude that's work like that's work to us now but we're spending time as a family together and like that is just something that i think is so freaking cool that we get to spend time together as a family and we're working totally agree man like when i first started doing youtube and your channel's exponentially bigger than mine <laughs> um but like i was making these videos and not really knowing how all the chips were going to fall um, but like people that don't understand YouTube, don't understand social media, don't understand the concept of branding, 
they just look at you like you're crazy. But, you know, fast forward to now, you and I are both building a life that we want to live on our terms because of the life that we're putting out there for others to see uh, and help educate others and motivate others. And it's like, it's the coolest thing ever, man. Like, I, I can't, I mean, you couldn't do this 20 years ago, you know? No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. You, man, you couldn't do this 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, when we first started, when I first started in 2012, I couldn't bring my camera to restaurants and to the gym. People thought I was this freaking weirdo. And now it's like, oh, dude, you got a YouTube channel? Like, bro, what's your YouTube channel? Let me check it out. And I'm talking all ages from high school kids to 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 uh 50 year old people want to say like yeah like i want to check it out on youtube so it's just one of those things man so blessed and and cool man that, that we get to do what we love 100 percent. so let's dive into the main series going on your youtube channel right now you're doing the the keto cut correct the keto cut yeah man that's my most popular series of the year uh of course because i do do it every january 1st this is season five and uh just to kind of like for people who are new to my channel or maybe new to me and don't really know what the keto cut is so the keto cut is is a series on my youtube channel where i try to get as low as body fat as i can so pretty much as if i was trying to compete for a show like currently like how you're doing right now how you're prepping for a show i prep but i've never done a show never never have taken that step to prep for a show like I just say, hey, I we're gonna start on January first, and the end date is on this date. We're gonna test my body fat. We're gonna get the starting physique check, and then I'm gonna bring you along through the journey, and we're gonna see how shredded we can get before spring break and summertime. And it's a very popular series on my channel because it's the new year, new me. Everybody wants to lose weight. The ketogenic diet is always hot around this time, especially you know two years ago, a year ago, and. The first season was the success. And when I mean success, I got down to the body percentage I wanted. I was looking the way I wanted. It was great. Season two, not so much. I just didn't put in, I guess I didn't put in the the, the, the effort. And I guess to, to keep it short and simple, no excuses, I didn't do what I need to do. And so I did not look the way I wanted to look. Season three was awesome. I got super lean. It was I was proud of where I got. And then season four, which was last year, um, you guys know the story. I was doing a lot of traveling, a lot of traveling, going up to working with Quest. We made my own ice cream last year, which was kind of stupid to do it around the keto cut because I was just eating <laughs> ice cream all day, yeah. which is what probably what you're not supposed to be doing when you're trying to cut. And um, yeah, again, no excuses. I didn't do what, it, what, it, what I needed to do, and it was not a successful cut nowhere near where I should have been nowhere near where I wanted to be. But like, like all things, bro, I, I look at all my failures as not true failures. I look at them as learning experiences. So I learned so much from the keto cut last year that I brought into this year. Um, I knew I needed to make changes. I need, I knew I needed to make changes here. So what I did this year is I hired a coach. Mm -hmm. uh, I hired a coach to coach me on a meal plan, a workout plan. I, I have to check in with him every single day. I have to send him pictures every other day. We are constantly in communication. So it is a constant accountability. At the end of the day, that's what I needed, accountability. Um, 
And, you know, you and I have probably, we've kind of talked like maybe where this keto cup may end up. And for those of you who are listening, you have the pleasure of hearing something that nobody, nobody knows except Robert. Mm, here we go. I'm excited. Roll I, up your sleeves. I have not told anybody this. And I haven't even told my YouTube channel. I haven't told my Instagram followers. I haven't told my Facebook group. I haven't told anybody. But this year, for the 2020 Keto Cuts, I will be stepping on stage. Ooh, man. All right. We, I feel like it's fitting. I feel like it's fitting that, the, that you say that here on this keto bodybuilding podcast i feel like it makes yes. sense to say that so I, you know what i'm dropping i'm dropping bombs here man no but i i you know what i don't know when this is going to release and 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 say this doesn't release for another three weeks i probably still won't announce it because as of right now still have not picked the date which is very important we'll get to i don't want to rush into picking a date yet but the plan is to step on stage this year and finally commit to doing it because over the years, I've thought about it, man. I've thought about it. Oh, man, do I got what it takes? I would love to step on stage. I, 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 I'm not sure. Can I do it? Can I not? Just doubting myself. Constantly always doubting myself. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to do that this year. This is the year. It's either now or never. Let's go. You got a coach. You got accountability. You got this whole group of people supporting you. Let's do it. Why not now? So, um, yeah. I love it. I love it. So, there's not a defined show date, but you are 100% guaranteeing that you will step on stage at some point in 2020. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. And you're going to do uh, uh, men's physique, right? That's another thing. I don't know. I don't know. My coach has not told me yet. I always thought I would do a physique. Um, and you got way too I, much muscle to do physique. You give me crazy. Well, well, so yeah, and that's the thing. It's 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 like, it, I would love to do the physique just because it's kind of like one of those like if for people who are just starting, I think it's a good starting point to where to compete at because you're just you're kind of just judging your upper body. Um, but I do take a lot of pride in my legs, and so now that they got this new classic physique, I'm like, man, classic or do I go, you know, traditional bodybuilding? uh it's it's one of those things we haven't not we have not talked about it yet we have not talked about a show date but the terms into working with him was you will pick a show date and you will step on stage if you're going to work with me i love it so i love those terms i said i said let's do it and and i'm surprised that he hasn't made me pick a date yet but right now we're only on week two and so this two to four week period is for him to understand my body what it reacts to what it reacts well to and what it doesn't react well to so as you i don't know if i've been i've been keeping up with yours with your cut and watching your build and checking out your calories mm-hmm. and, and you and i let's let's dive into this to that a little bit later because i know people want to know people are so fascinated about calories and macros and what do you do with your cut what do you do with your cut and and, and people do it differently and i want to dive into that later because i also want to kind of pick your brain as well For but sure. Um, he, we are on a 20 to 24 week prep. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure how, how, how long is yours? Well, mine, so like mine's a little different than normal because typically I would never advise somebody to do 
multiple shows that are spread out quite a bit. You know, like ideally you want to have all your shows pretty close together and then peak for that window of time and be done with it. Whereas okay. for me, uh, I haven't competed in three years, two and a half years, and I've got a plan to roll out a couple different new things. And my competitions may start as early as March and may go as late as July, which is a ton of time. Because, I mean, I basically will have started prep in November and I'll be getting into contest shape all the way through July. So that's a pretty significant amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think if the earliest that I can see me competing would be May. Mm-hmm. And it would probably go all the way to, yeah, July. Yeah. May, June, July. Maybe finding one or two shows in that time period. What what are because you started at what was it seventeen percent body fat if I remember correctly? Yes, starting off at seventeen point one body fat. And what were your calories to start? Twenty four fifty. Twenty four fifty. Roughly. Yeah. And what are you at now? Uh, I'm still I'm still roughly around that same um, uh, calories. So just did a check in with him this morning. Sent him all my pictures. Sent him all my weights. Last the first week we went down six pounds with twenty four hundred calories twenty four plus and um, this week as kind of hovered around the same actually today for some reason and as you know like weight when you lose weight it's not linear it just doesn't it's not up down up it's not just straight down it's up down down up 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 down so it's it was actually at ninety five point four and he said hey don't freak out just judging from the pictures you look better than last week even though your weight says you went up a pound and and i and i and i followed what you said yesterday you made that post yeah i'm not worried about weight i'm worried about looks so trust me last year i would have been freaking out last year i would have dumped my calories even more i would have upped my cardio even more because i would have been like oh gosh i'm uh, I'm, I'm gaining weight what am i doing i'm not gonna freak out are you doing cardio now yes i am What's your cardio now? Is it like multiple times a week? It is after every workout except leg day, uh, 30 minutes on the Stairmaster. What level? See, it kind of varies. It kind of varies for me. So I I, I go about level six. Mm-hmm. Uh, no hands. No hands on the Stairmaster. You're not allowed to put hands. And um, it's just if I start getting really, really winded, I start to slow it down. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and then if I kind of pick my brother, okay, this is a little too easy, I bump it back up. So it's constantly moving. And you, I mean, when you posted a little bit about what your, you know, meal frequency is, I know you were getting a lot of flack from the keto peeps. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you're eating like six it, meals a day, basically. I, I am eating six meals a day. I'm taking BCAs. I am taking whey protein. And I am still in ketosis man you're such a bro (laughs) so i mean it's 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 look when when i saw it i was like whoa 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 that's a lot of insulin spikes wow that's you know i I was kind of worried but i said you know what i gotta trust the coach if i hired a coach i'm gonna trust him like there's a there's a reason why you everybody listening to this if you hire somebody for knowledge and to coach you listen to them yeah. What, what are you doing if you're already changing it up the first week, right? And so, crazy enough, 
I, he has me checking my ketones and I've been consistently in ketosis. Now, a lot of the comments that I got on my YouTube channel are saying that he has me following the day Palumbo diet, which is a high protein, somewhat high fat, very, very low carb diet. Mm -hmm. um, so roughly my macros right now are about 250 grams of protein, about 180 grams of fat and no more than 30 grams of carbs. Has that changed since you started or has that been what basically what you've been holding since you started working yeah. with him? It's, it's, it's been, it's, they've been, they've been around about the same macro since I started. And when you, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll make a little bit of adjustments probably today. Now that today was a check-in. Gotcha. When you, before you started working with him, what were you roughly doing ratio wise? Was it like a one-to-one -one or was it higher fat than protein? <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? It was about a one-to-one. -one. The, the fats and proteins were very similar. They would, they were very close about 190, 190. So Carbs what is always low, but, but you, but again, you have to understand October, November, December, dude, there's nothing consistent about it. Yeah. I mean, there'll be days that I wake up and like, I'm not doing anything keto. I'm going to Chipotle. I'm getting me a burrito and I'm going to, you know, I, I'm eating it. Or you know what? I'm going to the movies. I'm about to watch star Wars and I'm eating a, uh, a, a bowl, endless bowl of popcorn. I don't care what anybody says because I'm starting my cut January 1st. So I'm going to enjoy all of this junk food. And so that's, and again, I've talked about this many, many times. There are different phases in my lifestyle of eating throughout the year. And that's just kind of the, the stage I've been on. So, I mean, again, like there'll be days during those three months where, yeah, I kept it keto straight up. And then days where like, you know what, dude, I'm going to my family's house. They have all these tamales. I'm going to eat some, I don't care. So totally, totally. So with what you're doing now, I mean, like having gone from, you know, like that last little few months during the holidays and whatnot, you're eating little cars, probably eating fewer meals total. What have you noticed in switching to this higher meal frequency? Any specific changes oh, dude, in regard to I, energy? I am, I am, I'm leaning out big time. I'm yeah. leaning out. Wait, wait till I haven't posted any pictures from how I looked in November and December, but I got them. They're on the camera roll. They're there. <laughs> no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to post them. Don't worry. I'm going to shock some people because people are going to be like, yo, are you sure this is not from six years ago? No, that was that was from six weeks ago. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was looking very pudgy in November and December. Very pudgy. I feel like you no you got the the kind of body though that like if you clean up and you you put on a little fluff pretty quick but when you clean it up you you lean out pretty quick too. Yeah, yeah, it, it, you're right. So you know, all throughout the year, if I take a picture in like a tank top, everyone's like, "Oh man, you look great. You look super lean." But I obviously I don't hold fat in my shoulders or my arms or my legs. It's all the midsection in my man boobs yeah it, it, it's just where it goes man if i start eating bad for a couple of weeks i mean the gut starts coming out the side of my of my stomach starts kind of coming out and my boobs start getting a little bit man boobs start getting a little bigger and and that's just the way i, I mean that's just the way my body is designed man it's just it's how it's always been and uh i i'm like today, like I'm, I'm leaning out, man, I'm leaning out. And it's, it's surprisingly like, you know, with six meals a day and, um, and, and but it's just clean food. You know, it's, it's no, it, it's no 
fast food keto. It's no cheat keto. You know, like you said, you know, you're, you've been, you've been on point. I know I got some traveling events coming on, coming up here at the metabolic health summit. I, I got to get with Ross and, and plan out how we're going to do that. Are we going to ship meals? Um, you know, yeah, we got to plan for those six days that I'll be up there. But, um, it's funny you say that I'm literally before this call, I was looking at, um, big old lunch boxes that I could pack all my meals in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to have, I, I, he said, you, we're either going to have to ship them up there for you or you're going to bring them on with a separate suitcase. But, uh, yeah, we got to figure out what we're going to do, but, um, cause what? it's not excuse. Traveling is not excuse. I'm sorry, guys. It's not excuse. Yeah. It's not so excuse. You, I mean, and just to kind of flesh out that post that I made the other day, like I thought it was a good opportunity to talk about that. But like when you're doing a, a competition prep, and I'm about to get on a rant here, but like I get so many people that have this goal in their mind, what they want to achieve, but then they let the most trivial, stupid, shallow things break them of that. It's like why the hell would you willingly, you know, go off the deep end, eat a bunch of stuff that you know is not according to plan for that momentary you know, high, if you know it's going to set you off course. Like when you, when you commit, like you got to be like a light switch, you're either on or you're off. But that's why I have a legitimate off season so that I don't have to be so strict. But when I'm on, like I literally have not cheated at all in the the last 11 weeks that I've been on prep. Like it's just not even a question. Yeah, no, exactly. And you're exactly right. And that's why, you know, people say, well, you know, why do you, why do you drink? Why do you eat this bad foods? Because I know that when January 1st comes on, I'm in like complete strict mode, like strict, strict mode. I'm not going to be able to do that. So, so I'm just enjoying it now. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's just, you got to just take it to a whole new mindset when you're competing. And that's what, that's what always stopped me from taking it to the next level, stepping on stage was, and do I got what it takes? Because last year, Robert, all those stupid little things stopped me from yeah. reaching my goals. Oh, I'm traveling. Oh man, you know what? Oh, I'm in another town. Like, oh, this place makes their own beer. I would love to taste Idaho beer. I've never tasted a craft Idaho beer before. Let me just have one. Justifying, right? Justifying all these little things. Oh, I'm here with Quest Nutrition. They have all these pizzas. You know what? Let me just try them. And it's like over like months and months and weeks of just letting the little things slide add up real quick and i told myself i'm not gonna allow that to happen so come metabolic health summit when you see me in a week and a half you best believe i'm gonna be on my game man and and your prep and other people's prep and me following other people motivate me as well because you you know you and i have talked about this i'm a very competitive guy very competitive and i don't want to fail for my subscribers and i don't want to lose yeah, so totally. I, 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 I make these little com competitions internally with you and other people that I follow. I'm like, oh, man, look at him. Oh, week 10. Oh, okay. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm coming after him. I'm coming after Robert. He doesn't know it, but I'm coming after him. Oh, man, he better be ready. And it's just little fun things like that just to keep, keep the fire going because you, you know how it is, man. Most people, they're dropping like flies right now. It's yeah. January. That that high of new me, new year is gone. Yeah. Now it's like you got what it takes to keep it going, and that momentum has slowly dwindled. And like I said, people are dropping left and right, and so you need to just find any little thing to just keep that fire lit. Totally, man. I mean, it's 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 funny because like 
I feel like with most sports, there's these, you know, rivalries that can either be a good or bad thing. Like it's um, oftentimes it's a negative thing, but a lot of times it's all seen in a good light. Like you look back at just bodybuilding as, as an example. I mean, Franco Colombo, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like they were best friends, but they were always like, you know, competing against one another. And I feel yeah. like you don't really get that so much in, you know, amateur level bodybuilding. You get that like with you, Mr. Olympia stage, but like you don't really get that in amateur level bodybuilding. But I no. want to kind of foster that because I feel like it's cool. You know, like how cool mm-hmm. would it be if you and I step on the same stage, we're going up against each other head to head, and we got all oh of our gosh. audiences, would, you know, watching the whole it thing. Be, it, would, it would be nuts. It would absolutely be nuts. It we would. It would be. Yeah, it'd be Keto Savage versus Goody Beat series. Like, people would be so in tune. But like I said, and but people know we're friends. Exactly. You know? People know we're 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 good buds. But we also they also know that you and I both don't want to lose to one one another. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> just like you know, you're like hell no, I'm not losing him, and I'm like hell no, I'm not losing. So totally, it, man. It's one of those things that would just motivate people. You know, it's funny that you said that. I don't know if you follow Chris Elkins. Yeah, yeah. Chris is a good buddy of mine. I had him on the podcast. Yes, yes. Great guy, great guy. His buddy, Matt Ogus. I yep. know you got to follow Matt Ogus. Yep, yep. He's competing with Chris Jones. Yep, They're just like the old rivalry. Fight. Yeah, and it's an old rivalry that they, you know, and I'm like, dude, how freaking cool would that be if me and uh, Robert did that? I haven't seen uh, Chris Jones's. I guess I guess he accepted the challenge. Yeah, he's he accepted it. Yeah. What what show are they doing? Do you know? Off the top I, of your hand? I don't know. I don't know yet. I I I've been following them. Chris is. I don't even think Chris uh, Jones has even started his uh, his prep yet. Mm. And I feel like Matt may had may have already started his. See, I'm gonna um, figure out what yes. show they're doing, and I'm gonna be an upset. I'm just gonna like come out of nowhere and beat them both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be sick. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so and that, and now again, I've t- I've I've talked I've I've thought about it, but I'm like, man, he's he's ten weeks, he's almost nine weeks ahead of me. How could we make this uh, work? Who me? You know, yeah, you and I, yeah. Well, I'm gonna be doing so many shows. Like normally, that wouldn't work because I would be peaking much earlier than you. But... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you'd be peaking a lot earlier than me, and I wouldn't. It'd be almost like, hey, can you wait for me? Like, yeah. Dude, well, but since I'm going to no, be competing into July, I'm probably going to be pretty much in peak condition for a while, in which case we'll probably have some overlap. Yeah, and in which case will. I'll have to beat you, man. <laughs> I mean, tell me. I'm there. I'm, uh, you tell me. If it's on the moon, I'll beat you on the moon. It doesn't... I think oh. I think that would be a really good thing for the space for a couple of different reasons. One, it would hopefully silence this bullshit room that you can't build muscle or lose fat with a keto diet so hopefully that would be silence um but then two since we do have this good camaraderie good good vibes all around i mean it's not a negative thing it's it's competitive for sure but it's like good like arnold would lose to um oh shit i'm just drawing a blank who's the guy that beat arnold the year before uh frank zane frank zane beat arnold and but they were like best buds you know like all these people were good friends and like i want to i want to bring that back like i want to make that yeah. the vibe you know yeah no i i think i think it would be so sick to do and i'm totally down for it as we get closer to to like you know as the months go and i and, I, and i'm sure i'll 
I'll announce my my show date. Then you and I can pick uh pick one together sometime in July. That'd be sweet, man. I mean, I'm I'm stalking your Instagram now. Like you, you got a lot more mass than me for sure. You got bigger bicep peaks, bigger tri. I mean, your triceps freaking hanging off your arms. Um, but yeah, think- but you're but you're but your but your condition is stupid. Like it's funny. Like when you post your condition shots, I'm like, dude, that's where I want to be at the end, or almost a little <laughs> bit leaner than that at the end. Like you look, your abs are already popping, you, your shoulders are already defiled. I'm 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 really interested just to see like, damn, how much leaner is this guy gonna get? Well, see, that's the, that's the thing, man. Like I never am the biggest guy on stage, and I I can't ever aspire to be, or else I just get discouraged. Cause like there's, I mean. Yeah. Genetically speaking, like it's just not going to happen. I'm never going to be the biggest guy, and I'm never going to be the tallest guy. It's just not going to happen. But I damn sure going to be the leanest guy. Like that's just my promise to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so I like like that's where my competitive advantage is. Everybody's got their own strengths and weaknesses and their own, you know, leeway. Like what what they, what's going to make them shine? And honestly, I feel like doing it keto for me has been a game changer because I started my prep. I started my prep at 12% body fat, at 3,500 calories, 3,500 calories. And I would never have been able to do that had I been following a typical carb-based, you know, bro diet approach. Yeah, yep. So. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Starting off at 12, wow. I mean, right now I'm 11 weeks in, and I'm I'm only down to like 2,700 calories, so I still got a lot of calories to play with. Yeah, yeah, you do. Will you think... And I just want to ask you this, and I'm just going to put you on the spot, man. Put you on the spot. Do, do you think you'll be? Are you? Are you even thinking about doing the FitCon? Um, Naka, is it Naka? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to to talk to Cody Myler about that because I've seen I've seen his post, uh, and I'm just confused because, and I just need to like, I don't want to be putting any bad information out there because I don't know. I'm I'm just ignorant, but. NACA was doing, or no, uh, FitCon did have, I think, like an NPC show at one point, and I guess yes. that's been yeah. canceled, and now they're just doing the NACA show. Is that how it is? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't hear anything about it being canceled. Last time I checked on their website, it did show that they were actually having a bodybuilding competition show. Um, I could be wrong. I could. I easily just message Jen, uh, Jenna, and just ask her, but. Um, no, I didn't know that. No, I, I I did not know if they canceled, but I did know that Naka was going to do a keto competition there. I mean, I the main show like there's I've got five different shows on my calendar right now that I'm considering. One that I'm going to for sure do is in April, and it's in Washington State. Um, so I'm going to travel for that one, but it's mid mid April. So I mean, I would still be ready to rumble by the beginning of May. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. So, is that what you're kind of leaning towards, tentatively? Uh, I, I, it's. It. I, I don't know. I. I don't know if um. If I wanted my first show to be a keto show, or just to kind of go into just only because you know I. I. I don't know if I would get the real feel for it, doing yeah. one the knock because it's still kind of small. It's still small. Uh, it's still growing. It still has lots of room for potential. Um, or just jump, jumping into an NPC, IV, whatever. I, I honestly, I don't even know what they're called. I, I'll ask my coach. I mean, that's how clueless I am when it comes to competitions. I, I don't know what, sh- how many shows there are and what's the difference and all this stuff. All my coach says is like, you got to be ready to, to pay up. You know, there's a lot of 
fees you got to pay and, and the tanning and all that. And I said, let's just, who cares? Let's do it. Let's do it, man. But yeah. um, whew, Not- it's going to be fun, man. Yeah. You and I will talk and we'll, 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 we'll sort this out and uh, we'll see a lot. We're going to see each other again, especially next week. And uh, we'll, we'll try to get a date down and we'll do a goodie beats versus a keto savage and just break the keto internet space because Dude, people I'm, are <laughs> I'm all about it man freaking love it i think that would be a win-win for everybody i mean it's just be bad oh, yeah. it's just be badass that's oh. just the only word to describe oh, yeah. it it's gonna it's, it's gonna be amazing showing that picture of me holding the trophy but then it's having your hand right <laughs> next to me that's i'm gonna love it <laughs> Bringing in the ballsy talk, man. <laughs> well, I'm I'm telling you, man. When when the the you know chips settle where they may, and I'm just one tier above you on that podium, then you know that that'll be a, that'll be a good profile pick. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> um. So so what what are I mean, it's kind of hard to tell because you're only two weeks in, you said, but what oh. are you're, you're planning on keeping it pretty much keto throughout the entirety of it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was one thing I, I when I, when I, when I talked to the coach, and that was thing I said, look, it's got to be keto. It's got to be keto because uh, my coach does compete as well. Mm-hmm. He, doesn't do, he doesn't do keto. And uh, n- not now he, he says he has competed off of keto, but he doesn't do keto currently. But he is a big believer in it, he's a big fan of it. He actually has his own restaurant in the town next over to me that specializes in keto friendly foods. It's insane. If you're ever down in this area again, well, I got to bring you by, but they, they specialize in low carb and keto friendly, uh, uh, meals. So, nice. so one, that was one thing I, I told him, we, we, we got to do a keto. I said, no problem. No That's problem. good. It's good. A lot, a lot of coaches that are traditionally, you know, doing more of a traditional prep, non keto, they are not receptive at all to keep it a keto. So that's, that's pretty awesome that he's totally down for the cause there. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he knows a lot. Man. He knows a lot about keto. He's done it before. And, uh, yeah, he's, it's good, man. It's good. I, I was really, I was really good to find a good coach. You know, it's one of those things that it's always. Hey, your audio is kind of quiet. Are you close to the mic? Uh, so can you hear me now? Yeah. So let's better. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I know just, uh, it was it was a it was a challenge trying to find a good coach, but once you find one, man, and in, in, in especially one that believes in keto, man, it makes the whole process so much better. Especially someone who understands. You know, it's one thing to say, "Hey, I got a coach who's gonna, you know, coach me through keto," but he's not a big believer in it and doesn't really like it. And then you know, they just kind of like don't even know what they're doing. But um, no, it was good. It was good. It was he's a good guy, and I'm excited, man. Like I said, I'm just two weeks in, so it's just the beginning. Haven't hit any low points yet. We're not and for, for honestly. I'm not even in a really a, a calorie deficit. I'm not hungry. Yeah. A lot of these, these six meals a day are keeping me full, and uh, though yeah, there's sometimes like oh man, I'm not even hungry. But shoot, this meal says I got to eat, and I don't want to stack up my meals too close to each other. So ah, let me just make something. Let me let me you know let me eat. But uh, so what? Yeah, what's man. a typical day of eating look like for you now? With six meals. Okay, so yeah, six six meals a day. First meal of the day is going to be six egg whites, one egg, three ounces of avocado, one cup of spinach, black coffee with ten grams of power creamer, which is just MCT oil, coconut oil. Meal number two is going to be six ounces of chicken with 
10, what, one and a half servings of Kerrygold butter and a side of, and a cup of veggies. Meal number three, which is my pre-workout meal, is just going to be straight uh, six ounces of flank steak with butter, uh, one and a half servings of butter. Pre-workout meal immediately within 45 minutes. I know oh, a lot so of you people eat like, oh, and then you train within 45 minutes? After, after. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, post-workout. I'm sorry, post-workout. So the, the pre-workout meal is 90 minutes before. Gotcha. Post-workout meal is within 45 minutes, and it is uh, two scoops of protein, iso-whey protein. And then meal number five will be six ounces of salmon with a cup of veggies, and I believe my fats are either coconut oil and avocado oil, I think two servings of each. And then last meal of the day is one scoop of the most delicious keto meal on the market by American Metabolics, keto meal, <laughs> one scoop, and then uh, one scoop of whey protein with 20 grams of nut butter. And there you go. That's my six meals a day. So they're pretty small meals if you think about it. They're like around 400 calories each meal. Mm-hmm. Because you, uh, you were doing, at one point, you were in like the warrior diet or something. You were in like one meal a day at one point, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I've did. i done the warrior diet. I've done OMAD. Uh, the, now, look, does OMAD work? Absolutely. I was having trouble fitting in 2,200 calories in one sitting. It wasn't fun. Now, wasn't my, fun. my question is with, with you doing the six meals a day, even though the total calories, you know, isn't lower or higher than that, have you noticed any like digestive upset? Like are you... I mean, like for me, if I was to eat an hour and a half before working out, like I would just feel like I've got to you know, run to the restroom before doing some deep squats, you know? Yeah, no, I haven't. Um, I will say this. Weirdly, the first week, my <laughs> I know this is kind of this is gonna kind of sound gross, but um, I was farting like crazy, <laughs> and I was clearing rooms. Now that has gone away, and I, I told my coach, you know, obviously when I check in with him, I was like, yo dude like i'm clearing rooms bro like what's going on he's like ah well maybe we need to change up your fats a little bit so we changed up the fats a little bit and uh that maybe could have done it or maybe it was just the first week again i i don't know i don't know what it was i just know it went away but that was the only thing that i thought that was weird but i mean as as far as the frequent meals man nothing i i don't feel low energy i got tons of energy uh my strength isn't really going down that much again but at the same time, we're not really testing it. Because if you guys know me or not, before I started this prep, my training was completely different, Robert. My training from what I'm doing now is night and day. So I come from a power building program type training, which is like we we work our way up to like one rep maxes mm-hmm. every week. I know it's stupid. That's a stupid way to train. But we're that we're just idiots. That's how we like to train. And our the highest reps we would go is maybe four. Mm-hmm on our, on our big compound lifts. So we're, we're every Monday, we're trying to just max out on, on leg day. We're maxing out on, on deadlift. We're always going for PRs, whether that's, you know, how many times can you do 600? How many times can you do 585? How many times can you do, you know, and, and but we're always gonna, We're only going to go up to like four or five at the most. So our training was really heavy, lots of rest periods. And this training program that I've got that I, that he has me on is like, Hey, 45 minutes, get your ass in there and let, get it done and get out. And it's just a lot of volume. So you're not a going really heavy anymore. Volume. No, not dude, not at all. Not, there is nothing. 
I, there's not even deadlifts in this program. The, wow. and, the, and there's back squats, but the back squats are two sets of 20. I mean, how heavy can I go doing 20 reps? Are you in like 275 or something for 20? No, 225. 225. 225. 225. I don't got the stamina yet. <laughs> it's I feel like throwing up when I do two 20, 20 reps. Let's 20 reps see. on squats is no joke, man. I don't care what weight you use them. It is, I, dude, it is stupid. It is. It, I, the first day I did his leg workout, I wanted to throw up. I, uh, this, I, I, you go from someone who who does a one rep all the way up until their working set. Yeah. And, and then when they do get to the working set, at the most, does three reps. And then you got them doing t- two sets of 20. Like you're, you're, it's, my body's like, what are you doing to me? Like, stop it. It's a totally um, different type of, of fatigue, man. Like it, from like your everything, like your mental fatigue, like physical fatigue, like it's a totally different ball game. It is absolutely. But I love it. It's a change. It's a change of pace and I love it. And uh, I'm liking it so far. And like I said, I mean, I, I feel, I don't feel like I'm weak, but again, we haven't really tested anything. And, and again, I'm at that. I'm at this stage in my life where I, I I'm kind of like not caring about the big numbers anymore. I'm not a powerlifter. Yeah. I've never done a powerlifting competition. Do I plan to? Who knows? Maybe in the future. But at this point, there was just one goal I had, and that was to get on the board at my gym, mm-hmm. the Power Three board, which is you know the top lifter and bench, the top lifter and squat, the top lifter and deadlift. And I wanted to get on one of those for something. I knew I wasn't going to get on for bench because I think bench the closest number to get on there was like 460 i'm not uh, doing 460 on bench that's not happening uh but i did get on there for squat and uh um and so i got on there for squat and and that was it i got on the board i'm happy goal accomplished so i kind of i think i'm done with this heavy power lifting uh just because it's just it's not worth it it's not worth the injuries yeah i, I mean i love lifting heavy but like my version of heavy I mean, like for me, lifting heavy is I'll do like, you know, three. Like today, I did squats. I went, I did thirteen sets, but I I pyramided up to, I think three sixty five for six, um, at the end of thirteen sets. And then like on deadlift, I'll go up to you know four hundred five, and then on bench, I'll go up to like two seventy five or something. Uh, so nothing yeah. crazy by any means. But I also weigh, uh, you know, right now I weigh like one seventy. Um, but like for me. It's. I used to be really competitive about the weight lift that I would try and go even heavier. But then I'm like, when you start ego lifting, you're just putting yourself at a much greater risk of injury, and then the form yeah. starts suffering. So you're you start developing these bad habits with your lifting technique, and like, I I want to be competitive with the the numbers that I'm pushing and pulling. Like at the NACA show, all you were doing deadlifts, and I knew <laughs> I couldn't hang with the 600 pounds that you and Danny were pulling. So it's like I can go out there and I could hurt myself or I could just sit back and yeah, 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 smile yeah. and like I, control my ego, which is what I did. Yeah, yeah. I had I had I had a I had a bark at you a little bit, you know. I like it's the it's the competitiveness with you and I have. I love it. Hey love man, look, you, you, you totally beat me on the deadlifts. I'm okay with that because I'm totally gonna beat you on this bodybuilding competition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, hear that, people. Already. Shots already, already fired. Shots Boom. fired, man. Shots fired. Listen, bro, I, d- I don't want I don't want to keep up too much of your time, but we are going to both be at Metabolic Health Summit in a week and a half, right? Yes. Yes, we will. We should definitely get a workout in. Um, we'll both be prepping and packing our food, so we'll be on the same page. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's do it, man. Would you be down to do one of my, would you be down to do one of my workouts? 
Yeah, for sure. What I don't know what day would okay. fall on what, but I, I can. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? We'll we'll figure it. We'll we'll figure that out. Just I just I I, I just really want to stick to this program that he has me on workout wise. Yeah. And so if you're down to do one one of the workout programs, which is probably not even, it's probably less than what you do. I've seen your workouts on that you post on Instagram. It's a lot of you work. You do a lot of volume. So yeah, pretty good. Bit. Work out maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit easier. But yes, let's let's get a lift in like we did last time. Um, I can't wait to meet up with you, you guys. I don't know by the time you hear this, but Robert, when I see you in a week and a half, we're going to announce something on that Wednesday. So next Wednesday, you're going to the party, right? Yeah, you're going. I don't care. You're going to the party. Okay. <laughs> um, you whether you like it or not, you're going. So, uh, we're gonna we're gonna announce something that's just gonna be a game changer, man. And for everyone who's listening to this right now, I hope you're ready. I I'm hope excited. you're ready because this is an absolute game changer. We have been working on this for months. I cannot wait. I'm so excited to show you guys. Oh this, man, this is I with just... keto coach, or is it something all different altogether? <laughs> Yeah, this this is with Keto Coach, guys. So for those of you who don't know, I am the co-owner of Keto Coach. Matt and I are the owners. And we got something that's just going to just change the game. And we're so excited. And we're going to announce it next Wednesday at the uh, at the HECA Keto Coach Real Salts Party in Long Beach, California. And I cannot wait, man. I love it. I love it. Well, shoot, man. I will see you in a week and a half. Until then, where can people go to find out more about you and follow along if they aren't already? But if they're not, they're crazy, so they need to just do it anyways. Yeah, make sure you guys go follow me on Instagram, on YouTube, on Facebook. Everything is Goody Beats, man. Come check me out. Come check out my family. Come check out my vibes. Check out the Keto Cut, how how I'm doing. You know, Check out the road to uh, beating O keto savage in my first competition so <laughs> hey man put your money where your mouth is bro <laughs> yeah waking up the beast right you're waking it up man let's go love it i love it well man i'm looking forward to seeing you until then you have a good one brother and train hard all right brother see y'all uh everybody thank you for watching i absolutely love you guys take care man